This is Weekly Cigar News with your host, Orlando Perez. Sit back and relax as we turn up the heat and talk new cigar releases, special pairings, and cigar comparisons from around the world. This is episode 31. It is a two-part series. This one, the first part I'm going to be conversing about will be from the Cigar Rights of America, a.k.a. CRA. And then the second part will be conversing about the Federal Drug Administration, which is the FDA. Uh, so bear with me on this one. So it's going to be pretty long, but well worth it. So let's get started. Here, here it goes. Last week, FDA, oh, by the way, this is dated July 5th, 2023. So last week, FDA Director Brian King issued an update on the agency's progress in addressing the, the scientific management and policy deficiencies outlined in the Reagan Udall Foundations, which is in parentheses RUF uh, December report. As you may recall, FDA hired RUF or RUF to review its practices in the wake of the series of setbacks, notably including U.S. District Court Judge Metas, Metas spelled M E H T A finding that their regulation of premium cigars was arbitrary and capricious. CRA participated in that independent review, and many of our comments were reflected in the final recommendation sent to FDA. Director King committed in January to an agency-wide reset and today outlined upcoming steps that FDA is taking, including the following releasing a new all-center tr- strategic plan for public comment by the end of the summer with a goal of finalizing by the end of the year, hosting a public meeting focused on issues of health equity this summer, increasing transparency on science by tracking and responding to citizen petitions, creating an office of policy to set agency priorities and publishing an agenda for comment by the end of the year. CRA is fully engaged in this historic FDA reset, and our team is working to ensure that the Center for Tobacco Product understands that unnecessary regulation of premium cigars is a poor use of resources and benefits no one. We will keep you updated on these developments as they continue to unfold. Thank you. Cody and the rest of the team at Cigar Rights of America. Now here comes the second part, which is through the FDA's website, which explains pretty much what their evaluation is. So here it goes. CTPs, which is Center for Tobacco Product, Product Progress, addressing recommendations from Reagan Udall evaluation. Uh, this is dated June 29, 2023, by Brian King. Director of FDA Center for Tobacco Products. In February, I announced, I meaning Brian King, I announced the Center for Tobacco Products, CTP, all, quote, all center approach to responding to the evaluation of our center by an independent expert panel facilitated by the RUF, or I'm going to call it the RUF, including our plan to address the 15 recommendations outlined in the evaluation panel's report. We immediately hit the ground running to implement the blueprint laid out in the statement. 
with multiple recommendations across different programs or areas within CTP. Implementation is no small task. However, we have already made significant strides in putting our plans into action. Cross-cutting. One of the key overreaching recommendations from the report was the creation of a new strategic plan, which is something CTP is fully committed to developing. I'm pleased to report that CP CTP is on track to issue proposed goals this summer and to release the final plan by December 2023. Over the last few months, leadership from across the center has met and had productive discussions about the direction and development of this important roadmap for our center, which will include ways to advance health equity across each program area. This effort has been facilitated by colleagues in the FDA Office of Operation, Office of Planning, Evaluation, and Risk Management. As part of the development process, CTP is seeking input from staff. Public input is equally important, and we are on track to hold a public meeting in summer 2023 to seek stakeholder feedback about the strategic plan. Another overreaching recommendation from the report focused on transparency, which is a guiding principle that runs through all our efforts. Internally, the CTP Ombuds Office is leading the creation of an operational strategy to improve transparency and information sharing across all programmatic areas, including through the establishment of transparency liaison. Externally, the center is planning for upcoming public meetings to gather stakeholders' input. CTP also published a webpage of all the tobacco product-related citizen petitions received by the center to provide the public with information about such citizen petitions that is easy to access and user-friendly. In addition, the requesting a CTP speaker webpage was updated with a list of my public presentations and information on how to request a copy of my presentation slide decks. Science and application review. The center has made considerable progress in reviewing the unprecedented volume of application for more than 26 million tobacco products that have been submitted over the last three years. Completing review of 99% of submission to date. As part of those reviews, CTP has authorized 23 tobacco-flavored e-cigarettes products and devices, which are currently the only e-cigarettes that may be lawfully sold or distributed in the United States. We recognize there are opportunities to enhance the application review process and are committed to meaningfully engaging with stakeholders to solicit their feedback on this matter. Toward the end, CTP is currently planning a public meeting to take place in fall 2023 regarding the application review process. More information about this public meeting will be shared soon. In the interim, CTP Office of Science Leadership is committed to participating in conferences and external meetings to provide information on the review process and to answer questions. For example, Representatives from the Office of Science have recently presented at meetings such as the Food and Drug Law Institute's Nicotine Product Regulatory Science 
Symposium, the Tobacco Merchant Association, Annual Meeting, and the E-Cigarette Summit. Preparation is also underway to, when appropriate, post on our website scientific memos developing from 2019 to present that may be helpful to applicants and to develop new memos on various topics. We are also making progress addressing recommendations related to the Tobacco Product Scientific Advisory Committee, which is parentheses TPSAC and parentheses. In May, for the first time in three years, the TPSAC met at FDA's White Oak campus to discuss the, the quote, requirements for tobacco product manufacturing practice, end quote, proposed rule. The meeting was open to the public, and the proposed rule is currently open for public comment until September 6, 2023. We are working to ensure the continued valued input of the TPSAC with the intent of holding at least one meeting per year, including broader scientific matters central to pre-market evaluation. Regulations and guidance. The center is in the process of finalizing rules related to menthol, cigarettes, and flavored cigars, and continue to work toward publishing a proposed rule that would establish a maximum nicotine level to reduce the addictiveness of cigarettes and certain other combusted tobacco products. As noted above, CTP also recently proposed new requirements for tobacco product manufacturers regarding the manufacture, design, packing, and storing storage of their product through the proposed rule. Quote, requirements for tobacco product manufacturing practice, end quote. In addition to the TPSAC meeting described above, CTP held a tribal consultation on April 11th for Native communities to share their input and ask questions about the rule, and a public oral hearing on April 12th, as an opportunity for the public to verbally comment on the proposed rule. As recommended in the report, the Center had initiated the process of creating a policy unit within the Office of the Center Director which will, re, will be responsible for providing overall policy coordination across TTP. Additionally, the center is on track to publish a policy agenda by the end of the year and plan to seek stakeholder input on this topic during upcoming public meetings and through a federal register notice. Compliance and enforcement. As I have noticed several times in the past, TTP will not stand by at manufacturers retailers or distributors sell illegal products, especially those that are well known to appeal to youth. From January 2021 through June 2023, TTP has issued more than 570 warning letters and taken several enforcement actions, including filing 13 civil money penalties and, through the Department of Justice, DOJ, six injunctions to date for firms marketing illegal e-cigarettes. In the past few weeks, the center has taken swift action to curb the sale of illegal disposable e-cigarettes products that appeal to youth. These actions include issuing warning letters to two firms responsible for the manufacturing, distributing, and importing of Esco Bars and Breeze, 
and to over 200 retailers for illegal sales of various types of Puff, Hyde, Elf Bar, and Escobar's products. These brands all sell illegal disposable flavored e-cigarettes that are known to appeal to youth. All of these actions are part of the center's standing compliance and enforcement for portfolio and commitment to enforcing the law across the entire supply chain from manufacturers to retailers. The DOJ is a critical partner in FDA's compliance and enforcement efforts. Senior officials from the United States Department of Health and Human Services, HHS, Office of General Counsel, including FDA's Office of Chief Counsel, FDA, Office of the Commissioner, CTP, and DOJ are closely collaborating on issues related to enforcement. Additionally, additional discussions are expected to occur this summer. In addition to discussions with DOJ, we are continuously meeting with federal partners, including the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, ATF, the Federal Trade Commission, the FTC, and United States Customs and Border Protection, CBP, to discuss opportunities for sharing information and leveraging resources to support enforcement actions. For example, CTP staff met with FTC in February and ATF in May to discuss how to best support enforcement actions. In May, in coordination with CBP and the United States Postal Service, FDA added additional firms marketing unauthorized tobacco products to an FDA import alert. Along with these efforts, CTP continues to regularly review and compliance and enforcement program and seek ways to strengthen our processes, including exploring the potential need for statutory changes. For example, we are in current discussion with FDA's Office of Legislation regarding the potential need for statutory change changes. We have also been working to increase transparency regarding compliance and enforcement through website updates, including making the website easier to use and understand. The center launched a website detailing its advisory and enforcement action for unauthorized tobacco products and expanded a web page with dedicated information on tobacco product retailer enforcement and investigations, including online investigations. Additionally, we are in the development phase of launching a searchable public database of all tobacco products with a marketing order from FDA. The database will improve the presentation of this information building upon our tobacco product marketing orders page. Public education campaigns. Rooted in science, FDA tobacco public education campaigns are critical to our public health mission. Our award-winning public education campaign, quote, the real cost, end quote, helps prevent youth from tobacco initiation and use. Our newest campaign, quote, Next Legends, end quote, aim to educate American Indians and Alaska Native youth ages 12 through 17 about the harms of e-cigarette use. Feedback on our campaigns has always been of the utmost importance. For each campaign, CTP uses a variety of trusted research methods to ensure our message is effective and resonates with our target youth audiences.
While we continuously focus on the science when developing campaigns, CTP regularly works to identify and leverage opportunities to solicit input about the campaign during stakeholders' meetings. As a recent example, CTP staff presented and engaged with participants in a discussion about our campaign program at the 2023 e-cigarette summit in May. We are planning to broaden this effort soon with update to our website by fall 2023, which will share additional opportunities for the public to provide input into our campaign development. It is essential to continue to ensure that our public messaging, including any potential campaigns, are rooted in science. Toward the end, we continue to follow a rigorous data-driven approach to inform our youth prevention campaigns, including, quote, the real costs, end quote. Initial data-driven efforts are also underway to assess the potential messaging approaches on perception about the relative risk of tobacco products. Among both intended, in example, adults who smoke and unintended, in, in example, general youth audiences. Resources. 14 years ago this month, Congress passed the Tobacco Control Act, which led to the creation of FDA's Center for Tobacco Products. Since then, our dedicated staff has grown to approximately 1,100 talented <clears throat> individuals. CTPs are staff are our greatest resource and the ability to retain and recruit staff is critical. Consistent with the recommendation in the rough report to optimize hiring process, TTP has established an interagency agreement with the Office of Personnel Management, which is OPM, to review and evaluate position description and has begun utilizing these services. CTP is also working to establish an interagency agreement with OPM to assist with hiring, including posting job announcements and evaluating applicants, and is actively working to obtain these services as soon as possible. The agreements with OPM are designed to supplement the hiring resources for the center and to increase our capacity to hire the necessary talent from a diverse pool of excellent candidates to support our needs. CTP also worked with FDA, FDA and HHS to submit a new request for direct hire authority for the tobacco program to OPM. We also continue to educate relevant stakeholders and to work with Congress on a potential framework for securing additional user fees from each regulated tobacco sector. The President's fiscal year 2024 budget included FDA's request for an additional $100 million in user fees indexed for inflation and authority to include all deemed products among the tobacco classes for which FDA assess collect tobacco user fees. Next step. I am proud of the significant progress the center has made to date in addressing the external evaluation recommendation, and I am confident that we'll continue to make important strides in continuing build and strengthen FDA tobacco program in the future. As always, we're moving forward with our guiding principles of sound science, strategic partnerships, health equity, and clear communication and transparency. 
I will continue to provide updates about the Center's progress in reporting the rough recommendation moving forward on a routine basis. For more detailed information about all our programs, including plan action and status updates, I encourage you to visit our website, which is um, just type in Reagan Udall Evaluation of CTP. Now, this is my personal opinion. This is almost the ending of the segment. I'm going to input my own information. Tobacco does not kill you. That being said, these people at the FDA have no clue the difference between cigarettes and tobacco. Cigarettes does kill. Tobacco does not. Cigarettes you do inhale. Tobacco you do not. I wish the FDA would understand the difference between inhaling and non-inhaling. So therefore, they need to have actual people to probably be a part of the FDA that understands the difference between tobacco and cigarettes. Okay, that being said, that concludes this show. Thank you for listening. It was a, a long one, but well worth it. Thank you for your time, and I'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you've enjoyed this smooth blend. Join us next time for Everything Cigars, here on Weekly Cigar News.